Welcome to the next episode of Splitting Cases. Today's guest is the man who decided it would be a good idea to bring me into life, or at least tolerated me for 29 years. <laughs> yeah, you've met him before, Pointy. I have, yes, but I'll, I'll let you introduce. There's no, no more introduction needed than, hi, Dad. Hi, hi Moose. Hi, yeah, Pointy. <laughs> you cottoned onto the Moose thing very well. It's no, it no, was a seamless transition. A seamless <laughs> transition. No secret has been made that my name is is maybe not really Moose, but yeah, it, I think the cat's well out of the bag. If you listen back to all the episodes, there's enough slip ups. So our topic. Well, I'll let you introduce our topic, Brian. Well, today we're going to talk uh, talk about the Beach Boys and uh, my uh, recollections of them and and what I think of them. This is a topic that me and my dad talk about a lot in general but you came with me and my dad to see I did. the Beach Boys reunion tour was it, it was two the, years ago? Uh, no it would have been three years ago now I think oh god well, that's four, me and yeah. that it was me the, older no that does feel like yesterday yeah because yeah? yeah. it was the 50th anniversary uh, tour so it would have been yeah, 2012. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh God, no, it couldn't have been two. Anyway, it's semantic. It, it definitely, yeah. it definitely was because I was still in Sydney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I can't remember. Years go fly by for me. <laughs> God. So, all right. Well, we'll get back to that later on. But your first memories of listening to the Beach Boys. Oh, I listened to the songs. I probably didn't really think of uh, who they were because I was never really into a lot of pop music. Yeah, but you would have uh, known the songs. Oh, I'd know the songs and. Uh, you know, the, 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 the big difference between uh, the Beatles and the Speech Boys and Elvis Presley going on at the time. Yeah. You know, I didn't really get into that sort of thing because uh, music was just music to me and Which is, I didn't really care who sang it or who played it. It's like the opposite to me. I'm kind of just like, everything matters. Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, having uh, having you growing up around and all the different music that you've put into my head and oh yeah, uh, whether I liked it or not, that was the way it went. It's so funny. Uh, we were watching this documentary called The Wrecking Crew last night, and part of the part of it was they're the guys that played on Pet Sounds and the Smile Sessions, but they're the guys that played on like most of the classic pop records from you know. Phil Spector, just every classic single that came out, you know, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, through the 50s and 60s, and they said, you know, we got paid a fee and we were making millions of dollars every year from doing this just off artist fees, but we never got royalties because they never wanted to admit, you know, that there was this same group of people playing on every single record, and, you know, frankly, they didn't care. They just wanted the songs. They didn't care who was singing them, who was playing them. It's only a recent thing that everyone wants to know exactly who's playing on what. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure that... Uh you know, people are trying to pick out who's the better musicians, but if, at, uh, from the musician's point of view, if you're getting paid, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what you're doing it for a living. What about you, Pointy? Uh, I'm not really sure when I heard the Beach Boys for the first time. Actually, it was probably Kokomo was probably <laughs> the first <laughs> Beach Boys song that I heard. And me. I just remember it, yeah, being at mum and dad's friend's place, and they used to play that all the time. I don't know why. I mean, I guess it probably was the late 80s, it probably so that's was probably a big, why. It was a big deal. Yeah, so maybe it was big at the time, but th- I think that sort of like put me off the Beach Boys yeah. for quite a while until I discovered Pet Sounds, and well, then that sort of got me... You were me. born around the same time as me, and yeah. Mike Love led the Beach Boys down a really like 
really rough silk-shirted road, you know? Like, Kokomo and silk shirts and the whole appearing on Full House all the time with these, like, weird silk grandpa puffy hats going, hey, we're the Beach Boys. It's easy to get put off. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I think I sort of grew up thinking that I don't really get the Beach Boys. Like, I get the Beatles. I understand what that's about. I get the Stones. I get get what's that... Uh, I get what that... Uh, I can't speak. I get what that's about. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Beach Boys kind of passed me by until later in life. Okay. Did you used to play them, Dad, in your yellow Volkswagen? Do you have a Beach Boys tape? Mm, no, I couldn't say that. I can remember all about it. I remember whether or not for some reason I was really embarrassed by it. Oh, well, you were always embarrassed. I can only embarrass you anyway. Yeah. Not <laughs> anymore. Regardless. Not it's anymore? Oh, it's okay. hard to embarrass me these So days. now no, you I'm just not... try and embarrass. Yeah. No, I, I just like... I like music, yeah. right? And and depending on either what mood I'm in or, or or what the music is, it can be from sort of... not No, I wouldn't say heavy metal, but sort of <laughs> loud, and, loud and fancy music to uh, very sombre and... Um, and uh, and classical type music, so it really depends on how I feel, what uh, what's happening around me. Yeah, in some true. ways that's why the Beach Boys, they, their their music gets from bouncy bouncy bits and pieces to quite um, sombre stuff, you know. Yeah, well, I think I think the Beach Boys, as you said, were one of those bands that suffered from the fact that they did continue as a band. If, so imagine if the Beatles never broke up and Ebony and Ivory was released as a Beatles song. And, like, it was the Beatles and Stevie Wonder. Like, you'd just be going, oh, come on, what happened? You know, later, later, later on, that's the Kokomo thing that happened because they never really broke up, but... I thought you were going to quote some High Fidelity then. No, although I did... Oh, you know the book High Fidelity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie High Fidelity? Yeah. The author wrote an article... Uh, I just read it this morning. It was published in March where it was saying, if when writing High Fidelity, if you had told me that in the next decade you could email a song, I would have just thought, you know, it's as good as you could email a sandwich. It just didn't make any sense to me. This is a really good recollection kind of thing on how things have changed. But the Beach Boys started out sort of very very much like the Beatles. It was very, you know, sweet and very surf rock as opposed to very Mersey beat rock. Yeah, but their music was different and that's the thing I like about the the Beach Boys is the harmonies. Yeah. Whereas if you look at the Beatles and other ones, they don't have the same... This is just yeah, 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 all that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. Whereas the Beach Boys and and Brian Wilson, he could put the harmonies together and, 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 and basically making music with voices yeah. without any backing, really. Well, well, I definitely think the... The Beatles started off as more of a, I guess, a typical rock and roll band, whereas, yeah, the Beach Boys probably weren't trying to do that. They were doing something a little bit different. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Everyone everyone that don't doesn't really know the Beach Boys well kind of sees it as, you know, the surf rock fad kind of thing in the early days. But, yeah, that's the thing. It was Dennis was the surfer, the drummer, and he just kind of came to Brian and gave him this concept of which to frame all this music stuff. And, you know, he just arranged all these harmonies, and it was great. But it's probably a lead-on from from sort of the late or early '60s from the um, the rockers and the mods. What do you and, mean? And, well, we, we those that uh, had the short Beatle-type haircuts yeah. and the, yeah. and the mods were you know or the surfies, you know, sort of different groups of people. And I think probably the the Beatles were on the mod side, and yeah. and, and uh, the Beach Boys went from well, I suppose basically the surf because there's a lot of people. In California, and that well was close to the beach, and that was the thing: go surfing and yeah. surfboards, and that was the 
think everyone had a had a, a wagon with a surfboard on top and in the documentary they just had last, to do that in the documentary last night when they were wearing like the pinstripe shirts and everything um, it's funny that Brian almost looks in the face exactly like he does now as an old man the face looks exactly the same it's insane it's funny how nothing changes there no. well lots of things do change but yeah. not the insanity though mm. <laughs> not the insanity <laughs> but you, I don't know obviously for, any, for anyone that didn't you know, isn't aware of that kind of stuff. Go see what was the movie we saw. It was uh, Glory. Uh, Glory was it? Oh God, the name. Yeah. Love and Love and Love Mercy. And Mercy. Yeah. yeah, which focuses on so much of that, like that late period. But okay, so you like that? You like that earlier surfy rock harmony sound? Because yeah, I like the harmony, harmony sound. Yeah. But what well, about the pet soundsy kind of stuff? Well, it's 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 as I said, it's the harmony, but it's also the um, different music. You're not just stuck with a couple of guitars and the drums. Yeah. You know, like when we went to see that uh, Love and Mercy, when he had the, the the drums, kettle drums, yeah. and he walked past and he just tapped it with his fingers, and uh, and that was... Um, it's one of the ones that Pet sounds. Um, yeah, but as soon as you heard the sound, you knew which song it was from, you know? And uh, yeah. so he's using different instruments to be able to um, uh, cover a lot of different... Uh, songs and sounds yeah. and everything that he does. You That's know? one of those things. He just like sung out parts to this entire, at least 20 people and said, okay, you're going to play this, you're going to play this, yeah. you're going to play this, which is kind of what, I, I don't know, maybe you have to get to that point of blockchain, but I would love to stand there and try and do that because that seems difficult. Well, I, I don't know. I think you could probably do that because I, I just think that you, you, can, you can pull music together because uh, I can remember back uh, back when we were in New Zealand, and you 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 and your two mates from the, from school, you formed that three p.m. Yeah. group, and uh, to go into a rock concert, and you just harmonised in a couple of weeks. You had each each one singing a different part, and you can harmonise well, just that's just true. as good. So that's true, but it's more about hearing every little bit, and then he got really orchestral. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds. I it mean, he's a the vocal, you know? he was he's obviously a genius. You know, the trouble was he just had such a rough, hard upbringing with his with his father and that. Yeah, I guess it's a definitely a, a cautionary tale for um, <laughs> you know the use of psychedelics. What happened to to Brian, and also well, I mean I guess other rockers around that time like Rocky Erickson had a really bad time with yeah. psychedelics and I guess the treatment back then of mental illness is not what it is now and a lot of the treatment was probably making things worse rather than than better yeah part of the reason we first both went to see Brian Wilson live because I think we've seen him we saw him in New Zealand four times three times now I've seen him. We've seen him. Th- I've seen him three times. I've seen him four. Yeah, once in Auckland, Sydney, then uh, the the reunion, fifty year reunion. Yeah, and yeah. I've seen him once at Splendor in the Grass as well. Yeah. But part of the reason we saw him is because he kind of pulled together in the early two thousands the Smile recordings, like his own new new versions of them, and then subsequently the original album was repieced together. That was well, what they had of it that was going to be, but like you. Apart from Good Vibrations, were you aware of anything else of the Beach Boys for a while, or was that sort of the last you would have been aware of them? Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wasn't aware of them after that. Yeah. Because no. a lot of that stuff surfaced over the years, but never really... never really prominently. When you first heard it was... Because you heard... You saw the documentaries about it, and you saw everything like that with me, because I remember watching yeah, it with you. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think of that stuff? Smile, um doesn't impress me it's a bit 
It's a bit over the top for me. It's a bit nuts, right? <laughs> it's beautiful, but it's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm really not into sun. I don't like stupidity, and I can't understand <laughs> why he wants to sing about vegetables. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I think I think now, as as you know, having his health under control, maybe he wouldn't be singing about vegetables. But at the time, like he was not in a great state. He was kind of like, yeah, health craze, vegetables. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, he's getting a bit carried away with the things, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever really listened to Smile. Like, either the re-paced version or, or the Brian, or the Brian Wilson one, no. It's a really interesting insight. It's, it's really interesting to listen to, but I'd probably still rather list, listen to the earlier stuff. Before we move on to live stuff, what are your favourite songs, then? Oh, probably In My Room and um, Maury's Sombre songs. Warmth of the Sun. Warmth of the Sun and In My Room. A lot of the early songs. Yeah. Um, but just those particular more sombre songs I like. That's yeah. probably the style of work I like. But I do have um, do have an album of Brian Wilson singing Gershwin songs. Yeah. And, and I like that partly because, not so much because it's Brian Wilson, but... but his voice goes well with it, but I like Gershwin songs anyway. Yeah, that's funny. I was looking up like interviews with Brian Wilson. I think the night after we saw the movie, and there was someone asking him on that tour that he did for Gershwin. He's like, "Oh, why did you put together an album of Gershwin songs?" And he's like, "Oh, because my label called me and said you like Gershwin. Would you like to do an album of Gershwin songs?" And I said, "Yeah." Yeah, well, and he I, just sits and stares at the interview. I, I, I read that the family, the Gershwin family, actually asked him to do it. Um, because he, well, he was a fan of Gershwin's as yeah. well. And so his label uh, called and said, you know, yeah. these guys want you to do an album. Do you want to do an album? Sure. Yeah. And, and, and look, it's, it's, it sounds good. He's got a nice voice for it. And uh, as I said, I like I did like Gershwin songs. Yeah. Oh, God. My equivalent of that is that the, he didn't, in the key of Disney album, Disney approached him to do a covers album, and he does a version of Baby Mine from Dumbo, and he has his, his band that he tours with, with the full harmonies and horns in the background and like just it's amazing and his voice suits it so well yeah oh. but yeah like he, he's, his band that he travelled with oh, I, uh, well that's the ones we went and saw in Auckland Sydney yeah you know I really like uh, really like the, the, the band he's got and uh, our, our friend Cool Dude <laughs> <laughs> the bass player you know why but, explain why he's Cool Dude Oh, he just he just looks good. He wears a um, special beret, beret yeah, and uh, <laughs> he just walks around the stage behind Brian Wilson while Brian's singing or whatever, and he just looks like he's I'm uh, oh, Mr. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, a beret probably gives you an extra 10% coolness, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, like, bass players really tend to move a particular way with their bass. Like, when we, we saw O Mercy a couple of weeks ago, and they had, like, a tall female bass player with blonde hair looks exactly like Taylor Swift and it was almost like she was one with the bass just grooving around with it but he's sort of very I don't know he's very rigid with it but he's like trying to I don't know he's just he's incredibly yeah. odd dude so the beret was to compensate maybe it was yeah. like I, I mean, I'm more relaxed than I look <laughs> band is yes. very interesting though he's got the cool dude he's got the fat guy in the Hawaiian shirt he's got like the, the dude with the crazy hair that yeah. plays keys for uh, Darius him. Darius yeah. Darius yeah he's the one that helped him pull it all together though yeah. so I don't play I don't really so it's an eclectic mix yeah but he, but he had uh, out of those a uh, half a dozen people I mean, if you looked at all the instruments they could play, they probably had over 30 different instruments between them. Oh, easy. And, uh, and that's why I like the, the versatility of the, of, the, of the people that he's got in his group. Yeah, well, he spent his entire, like, latter career before all the nut stuff 
assembling a team of people that weren't the Beach Boys that he just thought were the best that he could, you know, go through. This must be a dream for him traveling with that band, going, you know, you're all so versatile, you're all so tight. Go oh, yeah, it. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Point to your favorite Beach Boys songs. As much as I like a lot of the early singles, and I do like them, I just can listen to the whole of Pet Sounds all the time. There's no favorite songs. I think yeah. that's a piece of music that's worth listening to in sequence. Oh, yeah. And it and it doesn't go for that long, so you can yeah. easily sit down and listen to it in one session. As I said, going through the, the box set of all the stuff, there's all the vocal takes from it individually and all the instrumental takes, and I just oh, I can't get enough of listening to it. Yeah, and in some ways, I like Pet Sounds more than I like Sgt. Pepper's, because I, because I always remember like growing up as a kid, like reading, you know, Q or Rolling Stone about like these famous albums from the '60s, and reading about how great Sgt. Pepper's was meant to be. And when I listened to it for the first time, I didn't really like it. Whereas I liked the Beatles' earlier stuff and also their later stuff, but I didn't really get the the love for Sgt. Pepper's. Sgt. Pepper's whereas Pet Sounds, hype, yeah. Whereas always... Pet Sounds delivered on that promise, like yeah. all the stuff you read about it. It, yeah, totally delivered. Because at the same time, it, it's a victim of the Beach Boys' latter reputation, which sort of sunk a bit. The, Be- the Beatles, you know, Sgt. Pepper's always had that, you know, fanboy hype about it. You're never going to be able to... That's why I haven't watched Breaking Bad, because the amount of people that go, that's the best TV show ever, I'm like, yep, not going to live up to that, so I'm not going to bother. Yeah, you need to watch Breaking Bad. No, go away, I'm not watching Breaking Bad. It's too serious. Um, I just like... I love Pet Sounds as well. I love some of the stuff off Smile, but I agree it's a bit, it's a bit, you know, over the top. But I just like putting the Minions version of Barbaran on the back of the car when I have my nieces and nephews, Brian's grandkids, in the back of the car and they, they know the ba-na-na, ba-boo-na-na, and then you just set them off and the three of them just go. And they don't know who the Beast Boys are, no. but they just go, Minions, woo! Yep. On the yep. same thing. Well, that's, a sort, that, that's the problem with when you... Heroes and villains, and it's the heroes and villains, and the good guys are not really good vibrations. Good vibrations, and, the good guys. and I hate the good guys for that. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> just because all when you when you hear the music, you think you're listening to that on TV. Yep, you do. Oh, it annoys me. Something terrible. It's, 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 it's when Ga- the, when Cabri did the same thing when they're like, "Wouldn't it be nice if the world was chocolate? Yeah, you yeah. surf inside it." See, I'm already singing it. Yeah. Oh. No, you got to leave the classics away from. Pick up something yeah. else that's more advertising jingles. Stay away from good stay. songs. Yeah, yeah. I would not remember any other ad, but because it's that goddamn song. Yep. No, no. I certainly certainly do not like the good guys for that. High <laughs> <laughs> five! I'm right there with you. Um, I really, really like. It's just those weird little minuscule moments in those songs, like the Run Run With You at the end of, in the, like the bridge of um, Wouldn't It Be Nice, where they're like, Run Run With You. It's just those little slides of harmonies where yeah. it all just locks in. Because you can understand from what we've just been talking now, I know I know the songs, but I'd never know the names of the artists. Mm. You know, I just, I just listen to music. I don't worry about the collection of which folder they come in. That's cool. I so wish sometimes that I was like that because it's almost like it's a weight on your shoulders to have to know stuff. And then I'm like, I must have all this and I must know. It'd be nice to just enjoy. Yesterday, you know how we're giant UMI fans. Yes. Um, he says yes, he knows. 
Um, oh, I know the whole story. Don't worry about it. I've heard it, heard it from day one. Yeah. Tim Rogers had a show written around his um, first solo album, What Rhymes With Cars and Girls. It premiered in Melbourne. It ran a season in Melbourne. And for the moment, that's, that's as far as it's going. What we didn't know, because we didn't know going to it, which was just you know heartbreaking, was that they pressed um, vinyl copies of that album for the show with a couple of the show tracks on it. And Pointy didn't know that. And he found it on Instagram yesterday and sent it to the picture of it to me going, oh my God, did you know this exists? And I'm like, no. Well, it, it was the song that... Um that Tim played second to last when we saw him at the depot the oh, other week. It? That song, Cars and Girls. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. so it's a seven-inch seven single. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember what the B-side was, but the A-side, yeah, it was Cars and Girls. Oh, you're kidding so, me. So um, I'm going to email Tim's management and see if there's any leftover copies. Oh, God, yeah. I think we might have gone a couple of episodes without talking about Tim Rogers or really? UMI. I, yeah. I think we did. Maybe in the edits, but surely well, just, not in the actual record. If you just mentioned Mercy's name, I'm sure you <laughs> Okay, you would, have, you would have been aware like of Brian Wilson ageing and having all that kind of stuff go on before you saw him live for the first time. What oh, were yeah. You, what were your opinions when you saw him live the first time with me? Oh, he was spaced out. A little bit, right? Yeah. 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 Like I said, a big fat dude on the, um, the guitar player, like he just seemed to be the puppeteer pulling, yeah. pulling the strings and Brian would be looking at him and I I really even though he's getting the voices out the songs out the noise out just where his head was yeah and I feel sorry for the man it's 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 disappointing and and I just hope he's doing it for Brian Wilson's sake and not for the band's sake what about the second time you saw him at the domain was it oh yeah man. no in the garden was one of, was no, that it the was domain? the domain yeah. it's in the end in the Big grassy area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same no, kind of deal? same, very much the same. Yeah, mm. on the fiftieth anniversary tour, he's a bit, bit better than that. But you did seem uh, to be shuffling in and out a little bit, yeah, though. Even yeah. that night, yeah, yeah. And even though he's sitting in front of his keyboard, he wouldn't play the keyboard a lot. It's just there yeah. for for, uh, for the thing. So oh, I mean, I feel sorry for the man, um, and to go through what he's been through, and uh, I think he was lucky enough to find that the wife he's got now, yeah, um, yeah. who who Pulled really cared for him and, and and after watching the movie um what's the name movie name <laughs> oh, it's, my memory's going that's all right yeah uh love and mercy love and mercy yeah i mean she 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 was quite happy to lose him as long as someone got him back on the straight and narrow so. yeah it was about him yeah yeah um i was reading this rolling stone article yesterday about the movie release and the tour he's going on to promote it and i don't know i i kind of feel like if he's on tour and he's on stage, maybe he's a little less active than he is in real life when he's more comfortable. Because he's going... You know how some of those massive long-form articles, you spend, like, a couple of days with them? Um, it's like he followed him around on his routine and apparently he gets up each morning and, you know, goes for a walk down down around through Beverly Hills and goes to this, di- this uh, deli he likes and grabs some breakfast and then... He goes for a jog through the park and he talks to some of the regulars and like he comes home and he plays with his kids and he's got kids of all ages and like he's apparently really Brian Wilson has kids, like yeah. young kids yeah. he's got, like, that a, he plays with. Yeah, like a five and a nine year old he plays with. That's incredible. He's got like I think you, you know, um God, I keep wanting to say Wilson Pickett. He's yeah, Wilson Pickett, Brian yeah. His kids are in Wilson Phillips. Know that the band, older ones, yeah, yeah. his older yeah. kids are in Wilson Phillips, kids, and his yeah. younger kids are as young as five and nine. Yeah, he's, and got he's got two got daughters. Ones, yeah, he's got yeah. ones in between. Yeah, because that tribute CD that I've got, 
uh, at the Radio Music Hall yeah, in Radio New City York, uh, where they play that. The, the the daughters and the Phillips girl. Yeah, it was from Mamas and Papas. Mamas and Papas, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, the they off. they come out the other door off. Yeah, and they, and they come out and do a couple of pieces and yeah. songs, you know. Um, so yeah, and then at the end of that, they, there's these, you know, three year old, four year olds coming out, and these are his children wow. from the second marriage. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. Like, so the guy who wrote the article goes with him to like, they go out as a family to his favorite restaurants, his favorite Mexican restaurant, and he knows the owners, and he goes and he talks to them, and he's giving his son a pep talk before this hockey game they're going to, and he's like, "You're gonna kill him," and he's sitting inside of the game at the hockey game, and he's rooting for him, and all that kind of stuff, and it just makes me go, "Is this the same guy that I saw?" Is this the same guy that, you know... I, I guess, like, touring is probably not, um, you know, a great place for someone of his age and health to be. Like, it'd be rough. Like, it'd be rough on me. Yeah. Like, to do, like, you know, 50-day tours. So I can't imagine what it'd be like for I him. I feel like maybe, though, on stage he's a bit more subdued than he can be. Like, that's not him at his best. Well, I suppose he feels more. Well, it's, it's it's all a comfort zone situation. Yeah, so right. maybe he's just. Well, that's why he stopped touring. He wanted to stay in the studio and produce. Yeah. But maybe it'd be more than that. He just wasn't comfortable being on stage, and and now he's got. You know, if he doesn't have to. Yeah. Uh, then he's just all he wants to do is with his kids and write yeah. music and make music, and that's his life. Well, the new album he put out is actually really awesome. No peer pressure, which apparently as well, the cover and the title were designed by his daughter. I was like, oh, it's really nice, and it's like, it's still just as funny. I'm, I'm the kind of person who enjoys puns. I like no peer pressure from Beach Boy. Um, but, you know, his voice sounds really strong on it, and I reckon he's been working up to this movie release with a vocal coach, and he's been singing a lot, and he still writes just as much as he did. I don't know. I think it's deceiving what we see on stage. I think he might be a bit more active than he can be when he's live. Yeah, I suppose it's yeah, it's a, it's a, a result of um, he's misspent uh, middle years. Can we speak about the other Beach Boy, the elephant in the room, the guy who's probably too active for his age, Mike Love? <laughs> oh well, Mike God. Love to me, I, I look, he just wanted to produce music that made money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's uh, a businessman. Yeah. 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 Instead of an artist. Oh yeah. Which is two different things, you know. And uh, if he hasn't got the talent, then he's got to make money. That's the way it goes. Oh, I know. But just seeing him on stage at the 50th reunion, you know, it's almost like, how just how sleazy can you be? Like, wearing those <laughs> tight pants and gyrating and singing about all the high school girls. I'm like, Mike Love, no, baggy your pants. Stop singing like that. Don't yeah. make those moves. Yeah, sing about the geriatrics. Oh, no, you know what I mean. It just... He was... Like, just shy of grabbing his crotch on stage. You know, it's, come on, Mike. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't grown up. Yeah. <laughs> Context. Context. Um, Beach Boys are... Well, Mike loves Beach Boys are actually playing uh, at a festival in Bondi Beach at the end of the year, and all these articles keep coming out saying, they you know, the Beach Boys are playing. I'm like, not the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a like, misrepresentation. Well, that the rest was, of them are all, like, 40. Well, that was the main reason why I wanted to go to that 50th anniversary show, because it was... Well, I mean, not that it was the whole Beach Boys, because that's obviously not going to happen. But it's more than... But it, it was, yeah, as authentic as it was yeah, going well, to get. Yeah, you can't get... Yeah. You can't bring people back to life, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you know, so the Carl and Dennis uh, passed away, so... Yeah. But you got to substitute where you can. Oh, yeah, it's still, you know, still what the Stones are touring is the Stones. They've lost about three of them. 
Yeah. But, uh, like that, I thought that show was excellent, and I enjoyed having the both of you at the same gig. Yeah, that was cool. Well, it was yeah. a very nice night. Mm. And 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 I was allowed to sing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, my relationship with Dad's singing in public has really gone, you know, straight ahead and leaps and bounds. You know, I, I I sing more than he does in public now. I used to be very embarrassed by it, but I'm, I'm okay with it now. Oh, it's like well. he's joining in, and we can embarrass his his grandkids. Yep. Yeah. That's right. You're getting past the stage of worrying what people think about you. Yeah. There's actually speaking of the grandkids, they're still there. You know, they're still not embarrassed whatsoever. When cause <clears throat> speaking of them singing along to the Minions, Barbara Ann, they were singing along to the Minions version of YMCA when we pulled up to the movies the other day, and so I just I grabbed the auto control and just rolled down all four windows and turned the music down a little bit, and we were going through the car park at the shopping centre, and they were all screaming out, That's how the minions sing. <laughs> and everyone was looking at the car, and nothing cutesy was embarrassed, and it was great. <laughs> really good. All three of them just got together. And, good. Yeah. yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Nothing embarrassing. Okay. Well, I think, I think that's like most facets of the Beach Boys that I can think of covered. Yeah, I, I apologise for being a little bit down today. I've not had much sleep, so I feel like um, a little bit more subdued than usual. That's okay. I feel like Beach Boys aren't as much of your thing as maybe the Beatles are. Like, you could talk about them probably a bit more, but at the same time, you really do appreciate them. Yeah, oh, I definitely like the Beach Boys, and I think they're a very important band in, you know, history of rock and roll, but probably not one that... I've spent a lot of time with outside of Pet Sounds. I find it's a really good bonding thing for fellow music nerds. I was telling Dad Brian, yeah, Dad Brian and Wilson Brian, I was telling <laughs> Dad Brian uh, that I was at a uh, friend's the other day and her husband, um, after a lot of wine, was letting me pick all of the records to put on. And I put on That's always show. dangerous because you always pick about 50 records. Yeah, oh yeah. And there's never enough time to listen to them I all. I a pile of all And it's like, we're not going to listen to all these things. So it's more like... Here's what I like. Here's we won't be I able to listen to it, but here's that. what I like. Yeah, but I put on the greatest Beach Boys hits and um, nothing cutesy and our friends left the room to, you know, pack up because they were very kind and gracious and we were drunk. Um, anyway, I was sitting on the floor with this guy and he was just, like, singing along to the Beach Boys and talking about dissecting each little thing and there's something kind of bonding about the music nerd nerdiness of it all in that maybe they're not as appreciated as they could be in certain circles. I like it. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, but the, I mean, from from your range of music, you you go from anything from from the Beach Boys, Beatles, right up to the latest heavy metal stuff. I, I was going to call it some other stuff, but bit. yeah, it's subjective. Yes, but then I have seen you dance at um, at concerts where you're shaking your head around and. Really, I wonder if the head's going to stay on. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, still. Look at this kind of access you're getting to my history here. <laughs> well, I think you went to your first concert when you were about 14, didn't you? Yeah, in, in it was... In Auckland, yeah. It was a big day out. It was a big day out, yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It was... No, it was the night before Big Day Out, actually. It was um, New Zealand band Z. Oh, okay, the yeah. The Whangarei Forum North, and then the next day was uh, the Big Day Out. Oh, okay, and then we went to some kind of like transport museum in Auckland the next day. Possibly, yeah. And yeah. I was wearing a big day out t-shirt and a backwards cap like Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I remember going to this transport museum and thinking it was awfully dull compared to... Compared to your concert, yeah. It was the first time my ears have ever run. Jeez. 
There also, was dizzying highs. <laughs> by the way, I always remember that um, Brian Wilson gig of the Domain for seeing Paul Kelly beforehand, and I never really gotten into Paul Kelly. Oh, yeah. And he played yeah. Deeper Water and, like, kind of stopped and changed guitars from acoustic to electric. And when he kicked in with the electric part of Deeper Water, I was like, right, I'm a fan. Okay. I don't remember that for that. But you're a musician. So you like all sorts of music. That's it's true. It's good music. But I like that you like the Beach Boys. Beach Boys are awesome. Anything final, Brian? No, that's about it, I think. I just enjoy the music. We call this podcast The Life of Brian. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Done. Pointy, if people want to find more about us, where can they go? Uh, splittingcases.com. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Thank Brian. You. Cheers. Cheers. Splitting.